0: I am happy with where I am, but 10 years ago, I couldn't have made a plan to be what I am right now.
1: I believe in you proudly supported by RAH McDonald's.
0: Hello, and welcome
1: to season five of I believe in you, the podcast about setting your goals and achieving your dreams. I'm Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor. And we are talking with another seven amazing individuals who has taken their passion and built themselves a career. What is good work-life balance? It's not an easy question to answer because we all have our own ideas on what balance mean. It might mean free massage at the office, having flexible work hours, working from home, or even half days on Friday, or none of these at all. Some workplaces find striking that balance hard, and for our guests today, that balance needed addressing when kids come into the picture. Alaa Amsuku is a portrait photographer, and her journey to a new work-life balance started in 2016 when she moved to Australia with her young family. Hello, welcome you with us today. Explain to me and the audience what is your business and what is your main role?
0: My business is portrait photography. I work with families and design wall art for their homes. And I also work with businesses and create photography for their marketing, a high-end kind of photography.
1: I have seen some of your photos and it's beyond amazing. Absolutely love your work. Where does this journey started for you?
0: It has started a long time ago. My dad actually got me into photography. He bought my first camera when I was 10 and it has been like a hobby my whole life after that. Um, And then professionally, it started about six years ago. Uh, right after my second child was born. I was speaking to my husband after moving to Australia when I realized that a job in architecture here is as full on as it was for me back home. And it would be hard for us to take care of our child and then have another one with both working in that industry. And I thought of maybe changing careers to give myself more time to spend with my children. My husband bought me a camera as a surprise when I was pregnant with my second son and we used it for the first time when I was in, in labour. And when he bought it, he said that I can either learn how to do photography professionally, as I said, I wanted to, or we just have really beautiful family photos. So it rolled from there.
1: That is an incredible story. I love the fact that your husband was literally help you move into that direction by going and buy you a professional camera but also give you the choice there was no pressure to say that you have to do it but if you want to consider that as a career here it is here's your first tool to start it off
0: yes he's he's a great support
1: well done and you know, I am a strong believer to have a husband or a friend or somebody that believe in you in your career that just give you that little push into the direction because if they believe in you, then it help yourself to believe more in yourself. So you have done photography as a child, but was there any professional training that you have done?
0: Yes when i have decided that i want to do photography professionally i did do professional training Um, i had mentors a few of them international portrait photographers i like learning from the best yes (laughs) right when i decided that i wanted to do photography professionally i did training
1: and Along with every business and the training and setting up a business and being a mum at the same time, there's challenges. So tell us a little bit more about what is the challenges that you, as a mum business owner, new career, had to face.
0: Well, for me, when I started learning how to do portrait photography, how to do business, it was some sort of a me time it was my escape i was doing it when my children were sleeping mostly at night and i was doing my photo shoots at first with my son sleeping in a carrier on me so it was something i was doing for my growth and for myself and it was making me feel better there were challenges it's really hard to prioritize you your business and what you do over family which i mostly don't do (laughs) still my children are old enough now and both in school so uh, i have the time but it was hard learning how to prioritize and mom guilt is always a thing definitely and there's a lot of
1: listeners that will say i'm there with you i know exactly what it is to know that there is challenges in prioritise when is it family time and when it's income with a client time. Is there any structure or tips that you can give them that you had used through the years that help you to pay that extra time to your business, but also balance the family life out?
0: I think everyone just has to find a way that works for them. It's really hard to give a recipe. I don't think there is a recipe. We are all different. We have different priorities, and we prioritize differently. There are people that um, find it easier to prioritize time for themselves and then have children, say, in daycare, And with nannies or other kind of care, some people can't do that. So it's really whatever works best for you, but you have to find a way.
1: (laughs) And what
0: I do a lot of times
1: with my clients, what's very interesting is to say, when you come to the end of your week, work out percentage wise. How much time did you spend on yourself, with yourself? How much time did you spend on house chores? How much time in the business? And how much time with your family? And as you say, every person need a different percentage that they need to spend with certain areas. But as long as you come to the end of your week and you agree with that percentage that you spent with family, with business, with um, house duties and with yourself, then that's okay. But if your percentage is off, you need to go back to your calendar and you have to rebook it in. Where will I spend that time? Because it do works different for everyone. But if you don't go back and track your time that you spend, you actually not sure how much time. And sometimes you don't even have to have mom guilt. When you go back and you look, oh, I actually do spend time with the children, but it just feels if I'm not. But when you have it literally on paper, that for me is a great tool that I give my clients to say, that's how you, you track when, how much time you spend. So bring it Back a little bit to you, did you have any mentors on your journey?
0: Yes, uh, I have been enrolled in several mentorship programs for photographers and that has been great because it gave me a base for my photography and lots of learning and then it also gave a base for business, marketing and somewhat mindset as well. Uh, I also have a business mentor, she's a very good friend of mine, Lucy, uh, she helps me with marketing and just with keeping me on track. And Ella, do you
1: value the mentorship? You're one of the people I interviewed that straight away, I have my mentors right from day one in this business. They've been next to me. Can you imagine doing your business without those mentors?
0: I have listened to a podcast, I believe, a while ago right at the beginning of my business journey. And it was saying that an athlete wouldn't run a marathon without having training done with a professional trainer. It's the same for a business. You can't expect to know everything yourself. You do need some direction and guidance. And the more guidance you get, the further you go. 100%
1: agree. And I believe also in the fact, yes, that mentors train you. We guide our clients. We give them direction. But this day when you wake up and you're going to say, this is it. I'm not doing business anymore. And when you talk to your business mentor or to your marketing mentor and they do a little bit of tweaks and help you, the next minute I found with my clients, they're all excited again. From going to, I don't want to do business anymore, talking, run it down with somebody. Say, okay, it's not me alone in this business. We're actually a team in this business. And that's just all I need to hear today. Did you had any moments like that, where you feel that is it, enough is enough. And then after a few sessions with some of your mentors, you just feel, okay, I've got it now
0: maybe not like that i haven't had moments yet when i said that i want to end this business and do something else but there have been challenges where i needed some extra support and a different viewpoint and then yes my mentors helped a lot
1: well done on having your mentor from day one and not just listen to a podcast but take action because I found a lot of us will listen to podcasts, hear a lot of advice and say that's great advice, but we never implement it. So that's why your business is so successful today. So your view on empowerment within your business, how do you incorporate that into your business?
0: Empowerment is the base of what I do and of my business. Uh, With photography, there are lots of touch points of empowerment that happen throughout the whole process. But for my clients, every photo shoot is a boost in confidence. I make sure the whole experience is about them and showcases who they are. I like getting to know them as well as I can, so I can bring out their personality and their soul in my images. And that's what people see when they see images, done by me even of people they don't know people always say they look natural even though they are designed and posed and you can see into the person's soul also when we do the photo shoots i I mostly work with women (laughs) so i show them the images on the back of the camera and even when they start shy and they start thinking that they are not going to enjoy being in front of the camera. They may be insecure about some things when they see how well they are doing and how beautiful they actually look in their portraits. It's a huge boost of confidence. It's like seeing yourself almost in the mirror, but on the best day you ever had, like you are looking your best. You are feeling your best. You are feeling all empowered. So as a feedback I'm getting from my clients every single time is that their photo shoot was a huge boost in their empowerment and in their confidence.
1: I love listening to this because it's not just somebody behind the camera that click a button to get a photo. There's so much more that you offer your clients to bring the best out of them. Walk us through the whole process. So from day one, when I pick up the phone and phone you or send you an email and say, I would like you to take my photos. Walk us through that process.
0: Well, first, I like speaking to my clients on the phone first. I like to find out uh, what they want from their images, to find out as much as I can from a phone conversation about them, and if it's a business shot about their business, if it's a family photo shoot, or just a personal portrait shoot, more about how they envision their images and what they're looking for specifically. I like making sure that we are both a good fit for each other. And then the next step is meeting for a design consultation. The design consultation is there, so I can figure out the aesthetics my clients like, But it's also to get to know them better and to connect with them, because that connection is what makes good portraits in the end. If we don't connect and if they don't open up, it's harder for them to open up in front of the camera. And then the images may be good technically, but you won't see that personality in them. And then we discuss the photo shoot. choose a date we might have if we don't work with a stylist we might have another video called consultation to go through their outfits uh, i like making sure that everything they bring for the day will look great in photos and i think this gives people a peace of mind as well it can be quite overwhelming getting ready for a photo shoot and when you have that guidance and support i feel like just makes the experience more relaxed and more enjoyable and then there is the photo shoot we do hair and makeup on the day at the beginning of the photo shoot Uh, there is guidance There is fun and it's really a pattern I've seen it each time people coming in and being a bit nervous and then by the end of the shoot everyone wants to try other kinds of poses and new things and they just open up and have fun and enjoy it's tiring but It's a great experience. And then we meet again one more time for them to choose the images. It's my mission for people to walk away with images they love. And I think the only way to achieve that is for them to come in and choose images with my guidance, discuss them, and show me what they want differently, what they want changed, how they want editing to be done. So in the end, they have a few images, but they really actually love them. That is
1: really, for me, not a photo shoot. For me, listening to you, that is an experience with great results. Because one thing that I say to a lot of my clients is we don't sell products anymore. We don't sell services anymore. We sell experiences People invest in experiences and listen to your process. For me, that's 100% experience. They would love the photos, but the experience will be something that they will take with them forever and ever and ever. And even as you said, that's a bit of empowerment. They found themselves within a place where they love something that they normally hate or they love something where they normally feel uncomfortable about and now they just want more of that. I love how you bring the fashion in, that that is so much part of your shoot that it has to work on camera as well as you feel comfortable with that. And the time you invest in your clients beforehand, that's
0: amazing thank you it's an important part of my process and I believe it's what makes my clients so close to me even after the photo shoot I keep in touch with them uh we speak after some become friends as well so that's amazing and the fashion uh I I am an architect originally I have studied arts and I have studied fashion and when starting out in photography Uh, it took a while to find my voice. And I remember speaking to my husband and saying to him, well, what what should I show on social media? I'm just a mom. I have young children. I do nothing interesting. I'm not interesting. What can I show the world to interest them? And then I realized that everything I did in my life before can be integrated in the kind of photography I do. And that's what I do now. Well, I can pick up the architect
1: part of you that... Um, structure, how it has to work. It's not just a a drawing. It had to work as well when the building is up. And I absolutely love how you bring the fashion in because always just look at you. The way you dress is always beautiful and you make that little fashion statements, very gentle, but you do make that statements. And um, that is what draw people to you because it's the whole package. It's not just a photo. It's the person behind it. It's the look of that person. Well done to fall back on what you got because we do have a lot of business owners that struggle with self-belief that say, I don't know what I can offer the world. And sometimes there's so much in you. You don't have to go and look outside of who you are. You just need to look inside yourself and say, what do I have? And embrace that.
0: Yes, it takes a lot of time and work to get there and lots of work on yourself. But when you are willing to do the work, you, you find who you are and what's your special thing to show the world and to give the world. And
1: you would probably agree with me, this is not the overnight solution you grow with that, you grow into that with your business. A lot of us think that it's a week, a month, then you can develop it. But as you say, it takes time to get there. So how do you empower yourself? Because to give so much of yourself and to empower all these women around you, how do you empower yourself?
0: I have a great support network that empowers me. And then uh, I like reading a lot and listening to podcasts, Uh, I sometimes feel like I need a break, but on most days I listen to something that uh, lifts my mood and that also teaches me things. Can be things about myself, can be things about people around me, can be things about how to understand people around me better, Uh, but it's that, it's always learning always listening to others. It's some sort of mentorship because all the people I listen to and I read, they are mentors. It's just uh, like a slow drip.
1: <laughs> and being part of the fashion world in your past, would you say that you feel empowered by the way you dress? Is that something that's part of your own empowerment?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I'm also coming from a culture where the way you dress is seen as very important. So I grew up knowing that the way I dress changes the way people see me. I relaxed quite a bit a bit after having children coming to Australia and spending more time at home than out. But then after starting my business, I went on a journey to find myself stylistically as well. I hear what you say, people's impression, but it's also very important that you love your style. It's very
1: important that you love what you put on, even if it's not perfect
0: to the world standard, as long as you found yourself in that style. Yes, how you dress changes a lot how you feel. And this is something I teach my clients a lot as well. I do have guidelines in what they can bring for their photo shoot. But the first thing I tell them is... Do you feel great in it? Because I need you to feel like you can move mountains when you put that thing on. So if you feel uncomfortable or it doesn't feel like you, even though I like it and it would look great in photos, don't bring it or don't buy it. So just a little bit of um, a tip
1: for our listeners out there. Patterns, do patterns work in photos or do you have to stay with solid color? Because this is a big debating point out there is when you do photo shoots, can I do a pattern shirt or will it be better to just do solid color?
0: That's a bit tricky because I do portraits. Patterns can work. They can work only if chosen carefully. So when you are wearing something very busy with a busy pattern, it takes away from you, from your face and your features. That's why patterns, they can work for portraits, but the safer way is go solid colors. But if you are wearing patterns, that's what you love and that's your personal style, then you can definitely use them. You have to talk to your photographer and show them what you are thinking of wearing. Uh, And you can always tone down patterns with something solid you can wear over as a layer. So you just have to play. They can work, they can look very fashionable and beautiful. Uh, You have to be careful though. Thank you, that's a
1: great tip for all of us because it is a debatable point out then. There is women that absolutely love their patterns. That's so part of it. But like you say, just tone it down with a solid color, maybe over it and make sure it doesn't take away from your features.
0: Yes, you also have to consider the location you are shooting. On, if it's outdoor and it's busy, then a pattern can be a bit too much. If it's studio, then it's easier to make it work. But it also depends on what genre of photography you are needing. Because if it's branding, then you can be bold and show who you are. So if that's patterns, you can make it work. Where do you see yourself in 10 years from today? I try not to make plans that far away because 10 years ago I wouldn't have suspected where I am now. If I knew, I don't know how I would have reacted. Maybe I would have been impressed and happy. Maybe I would have been scared. Uh, In 10 years, I had two children, moved continents started a new life from scratch in a new country changed careers completely and 10 years ago i wouldn't have thought i would walk away from architecture i still feel like i didn't completely i am happy with where i am but 10 years ago i couldn't have made a plan to be where i am right now i like planning ahead i don't like having a set period like 10 or five years What I like about
1: the way you answer this is to show what is possible. By saying 10 years ago, I wouldn't even imagine what would happen in my next 10 years. And you just tell the one thing after the other thing. And it is all big things. It's all big steps that you have taken in your life. Totally career change, changing continents, having two children, being a mum, being a business owner. What is so good about this is to say to the listeners, it's possible. It's not to say it can never happen. It's possible. When you love your job, when you love your career, when you balance your life out, these things is possible to happen. That in 10 years from now, I would love to have another podcast with you and you tell us through that whole story and say, if that was my dream 10 years ago, I might have get scared or would have never imagined this. But I'm looking forward to see where are you going with your business and your career? And where is Allah going as a person in all of this?
0: Well, that's a 10-year plan I'm willing to have having another podcast
1: with you we make sure that happen i'll make a note of that and i come and look for you if you're not close to me or if you somewhere as the world most um, famous photographer i come and found you and say you promised that so any career highlights that we can share
0: Uh, it's so hard when you had a career before that, that had highlights, and then a new one with new highlights. Uh, There have been some international awards that felt quite as an achievement at the time. And uh, having my studio, that's the biggest highlight. It was a dream. I really, really wanted it, to have a space I can call my own, where I can create and where I can serve my clients in a better way. It's, it's different to having to go places all the time. And it's easier to have a plan and actually follow it when I have a space with all the equipment and that's comfortable for everyone involved in the process. So the studio is the, my biggest highlight right now.
1: It must have been a big step to take from a business owner to say that I'm going to invest and I'm going to have my own studio.
0: Yes, it was a big step. It still is a big step. It was scary. It's sometimes scary still, but it's amazing and I'm very grateful. Because you
1: have this studio and obviously you pay for it for the whole month. But as we know, as a photographer, you probably don't shoot every day. So this days when that studio is not usable?
0: That is right. I don't shoot every day and that's mostly by choice. I try to keep it to one client a week and sometimes two because, as you said, there is lots of time invested in my client before the photo shoot and after. And I feel if I would do more, I wouldn't be able to dedicate myself as I do to each client. My clients are not numbers It's not my goal to shoot 10 clients a week. I wouldn't be able to do that physically. Um, It's my goal to give my best to each client I work with. That in itself is a highlight
1: of your career. The fact that you can make a choice to only shoot two clients a week... It means that you had made a decision how much time you invest in the studio with that client. And a lot of business owners will find themselves burned out because they can't make decisions like that. So for me, to be there, it's already a great achievement. To leave us today with your favorite phrase, what will that be?
0: Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be?
1: If you would like to know more about Allah and her photography work, you can find the details in the episode description. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I believe in you. Thank you for listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in being coached by Lizelle, we have a number of solutions available for you, no matter where you are in the world. You can find all the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by RAH McDonald's. It's more than Macca's. It's developing personal excellence for life. I Believe in You is produced by Bad Bard Productions.